you don't want to corrupt Gloom's mind. It's like, no, you don't want the Sunstone. No, no. Grassstone. <laughs> Bad Gloom. <laughs> no Sunstone for you. Hello everyone, welcome to a, another episode of What's Your Rushmore? Troy here, your host. We have two guest hosts with us, first time on the podcast for them. Good buddies of mine from the Pokemon universe. We have Derek. Hello. And we have Dan. Hi. And I met both of these guys, uh, what is it, two Three years ago now. Oh man, I'm losing track. It feels like the this pandemic year. <laughs> just kind of like ruined everything time wise. That was 2019, 2018, 2019. I think it was 2019. But I met them playing uh, the TCG Pokemon trading card game, and we eventually made our own team. I, I kind of I made I made a team back in college called Team Migraine. And it was it was just like three of us that were playing a lot in college, and we didn't really take it that seriously as like a team per se. And then it kind of disappeared. I stopped playing the Pokemon CCG for a while um, during like 2016 to 2018. Picked it back up again, and these cool guys. I was like, hey, let's let's do this. Let's let's be a team. So. So yeah, how'd you guys get into Pokemon? Go with Derek first. Go, you guys can't see audio podcast. I'm yes. pointing to my right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when I was a, a kid, I was probably five. So this was like 24 years ago. My mom went on a trip to San Francisco and came back with souvenirs per se. So she came back with these like little Pokemon figures. I, I had no idea what Pokemon was yet. Yeah. It, it was just starting to come out. But she got a pack that had like 10 little baby Pokemon figures. Ten, 10 figurines? They, that's they were awesome. very little. They were like a centimeter wide. Yeah, that's wide. still really cool. They, they're super cool. <laughs> yeah. And I, she actually found them this year. So when oh, I go back home, nice. I'm going to go check them out. I, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure those are probably worth a good amount. Like people would even open. Like, I don't, depending I don't know if they're on, official. Oh, they are um, Oh, they aren't official they're ones. They're cool. Like, Those, yeah, I, I've never heard of anything like that. So that's that'd be cool. That'd be just cool to open. Yeah, it had like um, had a little Charizard, a little War Turtle. If that's um, an official Pokemon thing, that Charizard uh, is worth something. <laughs> it, it was cool. Um, um, and yeah, and based on that, like, I had these little Pokemon toys, and then one of my best friends in kindergarten, his his dad was collecting the cards and. He's talking about all the cards, and I was like, oh, I, I want to get the cards. And my parents bought me some cards. There's still a picture of it, like, opening my first pack of cards. And I just, I always loved Pokemon from then on. I got all the yeah. games. Um, took a little break in around high school. Probably stopped playing into high school. Didn't play Gen 5, 6. Um, played a little bit of 7, but not much. And I decided to get back into it. In I guess 2018, 2019, I was I was bored. Did you ever play the card game at all, or you just collected the cards? Um, just collected the cards. Yeah, I didn't know anything about the card game aside from the Game Boy Color game. Yeah, I didn't know that there was a card game until not not this Dan, but my other friend Daniel 
that I went to high school with had a couple of decks. And I'm like, oh, like, yeah, I guess you can, I guess there's a game around this. Like, I would always just collect the cards and I'm like, oh, there's an actual game. I'm like, cool. And I played that. And then when I went to college, I started actually playing it like once a week, at least at the local league. And then I got super competitive into it for kind of the first time in 2019 with you guys so cool. yeah yeah it's the same as me i i saw a post on instagram i was like wow the new cards look cool i went to yeah channel fireball and there's people playing i'm like people were playing so I was yeah, like, yeah yeah bought a box tried to make a deck tried to learn from actually dan I, it was actually dan <laughs> was the first you. person i ever played in yeah. pokemon and i had this trash deck i remember beating him because i had this beast <laughs> This charm that made me immune to Ultra Beast. And he was playing an Ultra deck. Beast deck. <laughs> yeah, so it was like my first game of Pokemon. Oh, yeah, I won! Yeah! Was so Cephalon. He's probably yeah. so salty. He's yeah. lost to some noob. <laughs> it was funny because when I, when I met you the first time and you pulled that out, I was like... He better oh, not man. have this card or something. <laughs> exactly where this was going. <laughs> you yeah. had the perfect counter in my deck and I was just so upset. It's yeah. like the perfect noob play. Yeah. Just <laughs> blind confidence. <laughs> That's great. Um, I actually start I played I played in 2018 and I took I took it kind of pretty seriously for like six months and then that led into or no, I guess it was longer than that. Or yeah, no, it was like six months. It was like kind of start of 2018. And then I I met uh Derek's girlfriend Jasmine at um what was that fanime and she she didn't she forgot that she she didn't realize she played me but she like we were we were talking like two three weeks later uh i randomly just like went out to lunch with you guys after a league and she's like yeah i beat i beat this guy uh i, I was only using this tapu coco card to spread damage and he couldn't do anything and i'm like yeah that was me like yeah thanks like i it was, it was like yeah it was pre pretty funny like i I just couldn't get anything going that game. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so Dan, how 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 do you get into Pokemon and and everything? Yeah, so I was born in the mid '90s, so like most '90s kids, we all had Pokemon growing up. Uh, so my parents got me, uh, they got me Pokemon Gold. Ah, I had Gold, they think. But they got my twin brother Crystal. Ooh, <laughs> so being, favorite child. But being five, we didn't, we didn't know the difference. Yeah, that's a huge difference. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like that game got me into Pokemon, and then my dad started getting a, getting me and my brother Pokemon cards. So me and my brother actively were getting cards, trading. We'd take them to school, everything like that. Put them and, in your bicycle. No, we were more respectful. <laughs> People did that with baseball cards and stuff back in the day i'm like oh my gosh like that would ouch that would <laughs> i would i could i couldn't imagine doing that with any pokemon cards yeah, besides either. the water damage poipo that i have <laughs> that i got in florida remember i have that i have that uh secret rare poip is it is that, is that how you pronounce it poipo i think so that's how i've always said it and basically this guy had this giant this like not giant he, he had like a regular size binder full of these secret rare cards, not are they secret rare? Yeah, I guess they are. The 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 shiny 
cards One of the from that set. Sets, yeah. yeah, and he had it was full of all these like cool cards from that set, and I'm like, and like what's wrong? Like um, I noticed that they're all water damaged. I'm like oh no, like that would suck. So I bought that card. It was it retailed maybe for ten at the time, and I got it for I think two bucks, with the intention of just having it in my car and like not caring if it get warped because it's already warped and stuff. It's been there ever since. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty. Is that cool. the one you got at that? At Florida. Yeah, I, yeah. I remember that binder. Yeah, that was exactly. A cool binder. Yes, it was. That's what I'm saying. It like, a, it, it was a tragic binder. He, it was. Oh, it was so sad. <laughs> it was so sad that the, that the guy. Oh, like, it reminded me of when I was I don't know twelve or something. I would I would carry around my Pokemon cards, uh, um, the like the really good ones, like from like Baset, like Chansey and Lapras and all these cards. I had it in my, my pocket and I forgot. I, I walked into the pool of, at my at my uh, grandparents' place, at my grandparents' pool in Fort Lauderdale, Fort, yeah, in uh, Los Olas, and now my my aunt lives there. But I, I walked into I walked in the pool. I was so sad. Like that that's that scarred me for life. Like I'm yeah. I would never I, forget that either. I feel like from then on, that might now I'm realizing that that might be why I take really good care of some of like my important stuff, <laughs> like my computers and my phone and things that are like worth more than I don't know fifty bucks or something like that. Like take really good care of them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I think that's why I I take good care of some of my you know stuff because because of the Pokemon thing. Well, let me ripple shuffle harder. Oh, yeah. Don't ripple shuffle. That's annoys the heck out of me. Although, if I want to be competitive, I think I'm going to start doing that. I'm just not going to care about... I'm going to get, like, I don't know, worse, worse cards or something. But then I can't bling my deck out, which I really like doing. I don't know. We'll figure that out. I'll figure that out. Um, so, yeah, continue, Dan. I forgot where we lost track with your story of Pokemon. If you had anything else to mention on it. Yeah, no. Um, so, like, growing up as a kid, had a, like, had a bunch of cards. I learned how to play. Um, I even remember getting some of the, like, uh, during, like, Gym Heroes, they would bring, they came out with, like, the, the advertisements for going to, like, League hmm. and, like, finding different Pokemon Leagues. And as a kid, I really wanted to do that. But my parents didn't want to drive me to some random card shop yep. in the middle of Buffalo mm-hmm. or go to Toys R Us. It seems like they're they were always in like malls. Yeah. At least around here for me growing up. But I never played cuz I didn't I didn't really know. Yeah. And it, it was also really um what's the word? I was like afraid of going. Like it was kind of uh, intimidating. That's the, that's what I was yeah. looking for. Cuz now like I mean you don't. You, you only really see kids that are playing if if their parents have some kind of understanding of the game. Yeah. But really, it was only like it was like teenagers that were going to these things, and as a ten year old or something, I it's like I don't want to. I feel weird going. Like I, I don't know. I don't want to get like bullied or something or taken advantage of from these guys that are older than me. Yeah. No. Like luckily, when so like I eventually got out of Pokemon, like everyone did. And eventually went into playing Yu-Gi-Oh! Because that's what all my friends were playing. And that's what happened to me. I went to... We have we finally got a local card shop in my hometown. And they were like, we're having a Yu-Gi-Oh! event. Me mm. at like eight years old show up with <laughs> just a bunch of random nonsense from like the first 
three or four sets of Exodia! <laughs> and here I go, like, summoning, like... Blue eyes. Blue eyes just turn one, and they're like, yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, got it, got it. <laughs> and like... then my, and my, like, my mom took me, and after one round of me and my brother both getting absolutely destroyed, because yeah. we didn't know how to play the game, she's just like, all right, that was five bucks well spent. <laughs> they've learned <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's like some of the kids I've played against in the past where they'll just put I'm, I'm a champ or something just down on the bench I'm like um <laughs> it's like sometimes I'll let it slide if it's like if I if I clearly know that it's but but I'll be and then other times I'll like be try to be super nice about it and be like yeah you gotta you gotta put the stage one and then this or the basic then the stage one then the stage two speaking of basics stage one and stage twos Today, look at that segue. Today we are we are doing our episode on Middle Evolution Pokemon. I don't know if I mentioned that. Now we're like ten minutes into the podcast or fifteen. Didn't mention the the title. This is episode nine. We're recording on the thirty. Is it is it October first? It's yes. October first. Wow. Um, so this will go up next Wednesday. I don't know what the date is of that. Doesn't matter. It's too much math. Um, and yeah, so we're doing middle evolution Pokemon. Uh, so essentially for those unfamiliar with, with Pokemon too much, there are, there, there are basic Pokemon, which is just like your, I don't know, Mewtwo, Mew. Those are just basic. Those are like basic legendary Pokemon. Uh, then you have like Squirtle, uh, Bulbasaur, Charmander, and then you have your your stage one Pokemon that evolved from that. So, for example, Charmeleon, and then you have your stage ones like Charizard or stage two, sorry, uh, like Charizard. So it goes basic one, two. So we're drafting those middle evolution Pokemon. So anything that's smack down in the middle, like a sandwich of evolution, and uh, yeah, that's that's what we're doing. And I I didn't come up with a question. I kind of forgot to do that to determine the draft order today. So I think what we'll do is we'll just do um, we'll have the youngest pick the order. So Dan, you're the youngest. No fancy questions, sorry this time, folks. But Dan, you get to pick the order. It's going to be a snake draft. So what would you like the order to be? Well. I don't know how popular my picks will probably be, but I think I'll go I'll go third. Okay. Then I'll have Derek go second. That's I'll go first. first. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's going to be a snake draft. So Dan, you're going third. So then you'll go fourth. I go first, and then I pick on the loop six seven, uh, and yeah, go from there. We each get kind of four picks. We make our Mount Rushmore. We talk about our picks. And we'll get to the draft and more after this quick ad break. Today's episode of What's Your Rushmore is sponsored by Team Migraine. You did it, Psyduck! Psyduck! And we are back from our ad break. <laughs> Take two. Um, we were talking to Dan, and then I kind of cut him off for the third time. So, 
Do you want? Do you want to get back? Do you you want to fully talk about how you got into the TCG and like go into how how we met and, and all that? Yeah, like honestly, your segue was very good, so I don't blame you. But <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, like every kid, I stopped playing middle school time um, or middle school age range. Um, and then I started getting back into it once my, uh, half brother started getting into it right around the same age I did, like seven or eight. Um, and this is when I was graduating high school. So just started buying packs for my little brother, me and my twin brother started getting back into it. Um, and then, yeah, I started going off to college. Once I went off to college, uh, I didn't really have any other hobby and I have been playing Pokemon competitively ever since 2013. Wow. So Dan has the most experience for the TCG out of out of the three of us, I'd say. Uh, yeah, it, and, and the reason that it, it was it was always really fun playing against you before we really knew each other because we both played such like random decks, random like I'd say off meta stuff. Yeah, so it was always like a fun fun matchup because it's like oh I I haven't really practiced against this. <laughs> it's like. I practiced against all these top decks, but it made it made you really think, uh, which is which is the games I really enjoy. So it's like you, you play against one deck so often, or a couple different ones. Sometimes by like turn one or two, you kind of know how the game's going to play out, and it might just be like a turn where like they miss something, or or you continue to 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 get exactly what you need every turn, and maybe take it down, but. Yeah, it's it's some of those like top meta decks versus each other. It's pretty straightforward some of the times. So, so yeah, we are going to get into our rush more here drafting middle evolution Pokémon and I have the number 1 pick and with the number 1 pick of the middle evolution episode 9 Mount Rush, what's your rush more? I am going to take Porygon 2. Porygon 2, um, I have a Porygon tattoo. Those rhyme. Uh, but yeah, Porygon, Porygon 2, I don't necessarily... I mean, I think out of all of the three stages, it's probably my least favorite. But I still kind of like it. And I, I use Porygon 2 a lot in like uh like crystal it's fun to have in crystal you get porygon at the game corner you have to pay like a ton of money to get it it's really annoying and usually i don't even use like the i don't play the mini games in the game corner it's just like i hoard all my money for like the entire game (laughs) (laughs) and then then pay i think it's like fifty thousand or something like that or or fifty thousand coins five thousand coins maybe Actually, 5,555, that sounds about right, coins. I think that's right. I think that might be right. But it's like, that's like so much, like you, you pay like 50, or you pay, you pay, you get 500 for, it's like 10,000 or something like that. So Porygon, Porygon is an expensive, expensive little robot or whatever it is. Uh, and then you can eventually get the Silphco, evolve into Porygon 2. And yeah, Porygon 2 is just, it's cool. Uh the third evolution there is Porygon Z, which didn't come out until when? 
what evolution or what generation was that? I forget. I have my computer. Don't worry. It was generation four when all those like when all those evolutions came out to. Uh, there was like other evolutions like for for the original Pokemon that came out. So you got like Kingdra and Electivire, Magmortar, all those cool Pokemon. So, yeah, Porygon 2 is my pick. Do you guys have anything to say about Porygon 2? I think I think that was a good pick. I was actually thinking about that one. Um, I, I don't want to steal any of your favorites, so it's a good thing you went first. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, like, I like the aesthetic of Porygon, how on his first evolution, he's, like, very, like, rigid shaped edges mm-hmm. whereas the next form is like perfectly round it's like he's one-sided like, yeah, yeah just a big smooth pokemon um would it's... you would you call him one-sided like he has one one surface the way the way that i always envisioned the porygon evolution tree was basically you you take a, a guy that or a girl you take you pick a person that is is like has like a graphic design class or something <laughs> and their first project in the class they come up with porygon then they get a little bit better and you know couple couple weeks go by midterms come around porygon too they, they've been working out there at, at different things then you get to the final final project everything they've learned they come up with Porygon Z. <laughs> it's like it's like increasingly like the art or the 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 angles and the geometry of the overall aesthetics of the Pokemon gets a little bit uh, fancier as as it goes on. But I, I, did, I like Porygon just because it has those regular Porygon because it has those really crisp lines and it's just cool. I just like Porygon, and then. Um, and then Porygon, yeah, and then you have Porygon 2, and it's, like, more round and everything. But it's just, it's definitely, like, an upgrade. And when you give the upgrade to Porygon 2, it becomes Porygon Z. Uh, so, yeah, that is my that is my number one pick. Um, as far as for my Rushmore, I am going to have, I'm going to have all my Pokemon on my, my Rushmore as their shiny forms. So I'm trying to think of what Porygon 2 looks like with the shiny. Because por- all of Porygon's evolutions is just like the Scion in pink. And it's... Do you guys know off the top of your head? Uh, no. I don't. I'm looking it up. I want to say it's like greenish or something. It's blue. That's right. It's like it's like a it's a different shade blue and then kind of like a, like a white. So, um, yeah, so I'm going to have Porygon 2 on the far left on the, in the number one slot on my Rushmore. And they are going to be kind of like doing their trippy little, little pose where like both feet are going opposite directions and it's going to be looking towards the middle of my Rushmore, all derpy looking. And yeah, that's, that's my number one pick. So we will go to who's next? Dan, uh, Derek. Derek's next. Okay, cool. So for my first Pokemon, I don't know like where I'm gonna put them on the Mount Rushmore yet. 
Uh, they may be a mix of normal and shiny. But for my first one, I'm going to do a Haunter. Mmm, Haunter's cool. So, yeah, I really like Haunter from the first game. Um, one of my favorite towns in the first game is um, Lavender Town. Mm. It's got kind of a different vibe to it than the rest of the game. It's got the spooky music, kind of the dark, dark undertones. Um, and when I think of a Pokemon that represents the town, I think of Haunter. You don't think of of Marowak? I guess there's the the ghost Marowak or whatever. But as a kid, I just want to no, get Haunter. No, I, 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 <laughs> I definitely I think of I think of like Ghastly Haunter. Yeah. Yeah. They're everywhere. And Sabrina. Yeah. Until you get the self scope. Sabrina's actually not. Is Sabrina, is, is Sabrina the gym leader uh, there? No, I don't think. Next time over, I don't think there's a gym there, leader. Is, is there, town. There's no gym leader there? It's just a spooky spooky town that no one wants to be a part of? It's just the tower. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I can't remember. And also, I thought the concept, as a kid, like, it blew my mind. That's the Dream Eater move yeah it's like oh i have to put them asleep to use it like, yeah that's crazy that was one of my favorite episodes of the anime growing up was like ash goes into a like a haunted house or something and there's a ghastly haunter and gengar there and they just kind of fool around with ash the entire time and i i, I like haunter i think the original generation one did their their evolutions really well um, because you you really you really see that Pokemon for lack of a better term evolve like through its stages because you have you have Ghastly who's no hands like just a blob like a, a ball of like a shadow ball <laughs> you know like a, a ball full of shadow <laughs> I don't know how to say it. it's just it's just a ball of gas it's ghastly um and then and then it gains you know it gains a little bit more to it with with haunter but it still doesn't have any legs or anything and then and then gengar is like that you know final boss evolution that you really want in 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 your pokemon so yeah haunter's cool i always got freaked out about its hands like how they're like off like its body you know they're just their own entity. It's yeah, off. it's just like, yeah. One of the one of the base set cards of Haunter. It's like they had a huge like red outline on it, uh, on the actual card, and then it's like one hand is kind of there. It's just like it looks so off-putting. I love that art. Yeah, it's cool, but it's just like it always kind of yeah. I had this Pokemon on my honorable mentions, so uh, good pick, Dan. You got anything to say about it? It's appropriate since we just. Got the spooky season. Yeah, yeah it's, it's October first. Yeah, yeah, cool. And and for color, I'll do regular. Um, just the regular. Green. Yeah. Okay. The regular purple. The the evolution. The color doesn't really change too much for Haunter, does it? I think it's like his mouth color is like kind of like a purplish instead. It's a is little bit different shades of. Gengar is like a different shade of purple, I think. It's the Mega that really changes color, which is cool. The the Mega goes to white from oh, that's cool from uh, purple, I believe. So that's that's cool. I, yeah, I I, know, I don't know why like they didn't for Gengar they didn't really or for the entire evolution they didn't make the shiny like a like a white ghost or something. You know? Yeah, that would have been perfect. 
Yeah, th- those look exactly the same. <laughs> is that the shiny? Yeah. No, those are just oh, the those ones. are the regular. Oh, okay. okay. So yeah, that is uh, Haunter. You you, you, don't, you said you don't know where you're going to necessarily put it on your... Yeah, I'm not sure yet. I'll, I'll, I'll see what everyone else picks and see if any of my other picks get... Fair. Grab first, yeah. All right. Well, I guess we will move on. Uh, Dan, you have back-to-back picks, starting with your first pick. Yes. Uh, So my first pick is going to be my number one favorite. Uh, It is uh, Kolaba. Ah, I didn't see that coming. No one saw that coming. No. Yeah, uh, I'm a a giant fan of Cyndaquil and Typhlosion and Kolaba. Like, the entire line is just, I find it to be absolutely perfect um uh, Cyndaquil was my first Pokemon ever so huge sentimental value for me but um yeah like Kalava and Typhlosion love them both and yeah Kalava is just the coolest one of the bunch really you like Kalava Kalava the best out of the three oh is that is that your favorite Pokemon then uh, probably out of that line, yeah. Oh. Interesting. So that's that's rare for a... I feel like anyone that likes any... Uh, like, stage two Pokemon, final Pokemon, or just any... Any Pokemon that has a complete evolution tree... Um, I feel like no one really likes the, the, the middle, middle one that much. The middle one's hard. It's yeah. always hard on the starters because you're, you're always looking at the what what they can be. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're supposed to be cute in the beginning and then... They Teenage kinda, years. Yeah. And then everyone just wants the stage Final. two. They, they always want the Blastoise. They always want the Charizard. They always want the Venusaur. Um, yeah. They always want the Typhlosion. Yeah. Um, and yeah, no, I, I just love Kalava the way he looks, the way uh, the way he just he just plays mm-hmm. in the new games, and just looks so good. Did you ever, whenever you played through the games, did you ever purposely just not evolve Kalava and just kind of? No, I always evolved him. Mm-hmm. Just it was easier, and uh, just Typhlosion had a better move set. But you cherish those like fifteen levels or whatever. I cherish those moments. <laughs> Those two or three gyms you go through, or a couple of different towns. That's cool. Um, I didn't realize that that was your. F- I thought you liked Cyndaquil the most, and then, and then Typhlosion, and then Quillava. <laughs> it's like a little. It's like a little little hedgehog thing. I love them all. It does have fire in two different places, opposed to yep. one place on the other two. It's growing. Yeah, it goes from its whole back to its neck, and then just its back i guess but yeah but yeah i I just really love the design yeah i think it's really well done yeah i think when i played those games i i think i started when i had gold i think i started totodile i got totodile first and i don't think i ever played with Cyndaquil or chikorita but yeah I, i just like totodile more so yeah, I think I went with um, Chikorita, so we have one of each ah. here. <laughs> uh, one thing I forgot to mention with with Haunter is like, did you did you guys have any? Well, you had your brothers, but Derek, did you have anyone that you can like trade with? Oh, um, because my brother played, but he didn't oh, play very much. Okay. Um, 
Yeah. So stole his Game Boy and revolt um, it. Yeah. But, so. would, but would you? Yeah. Would, like, would you? Would you? Would you? When you when you got Haunter, because you're able to trade it right away, and you have to tra- you have to evolve it through trade. Right. But you can do it right away as soon as you get Haunter. Yeah. So would you? Is, is that what you did um, when you played, or was it just kind of random? Or? I actually just played through with Haunter for the most yeah? part. Okay. And I was like, oh, man. I, Interesting. Did you know I, I that you can trade it? it I, I knew, but I guess I I don't think my brother played enough, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to mess with his cartridge. Got so it. I was like, oh, um, I'll just wait till the opportunity comes for me to evolve, evolve it. And I don't think the opportunity ever No, came. it doesn't I come. Think, in I think it. I just stuck with Haunter for Okay, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because that's the only way you can get it is by by trade. Now, now in the like you can um, through the different ROMs, you can hack it so that you don't have to trade to evolve. That's why I did in one of my playthroughs of Crystal on YouTube. <laughs> Shameless plug, uh, where I would I would make it so that you didn't have to trade the Pokemon, so to evolve it. Colava, uh, any any other? Thoughts on Kolava? No. What are you doing with your uh, your Rushmore there, Dan? Uh, I'll, I'll save it till after I get my next one out there. Wow, you guys are lame. So, okay. Because I, I so, it makes more sense when I get the second one in there. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Well, we'll just go right into your next pick then. It's your, still still your turn. All right. So I will go uh, with the the angstiest boy himself, uh, Reboot, as my second pick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cause so the reason why I'm going with Reboot is he is actually genuinely my favorite evolution from that line. Uh, probably my favorite Pokemon from uh, the Galar region. Hmm. This um, is the new game for people unaware. This is generate. What are they on now? Gen eight. Eight. Yes. Generation eight. So this is Sword and Shield. Yeah, like uh, I when I first got Sword and Shield, I didn't know which starter I was going to go with. Um, I really didn't like any of the designs uh, to begin with. Um, but when I was given the choice, finally talking to the professor or whatever, uh, I ended up going with Score Bunny. And I'm very glad I did, because Score Bunny was a lot of fun. Um, I absolutely loved Reboot when he eventually evolved. And I just loved the the angst that he showed when you were in your like little camp. Um, and then I think my love for Reboot started uh, growing more and more once I started watching the the latest anime. Yeah. For it, because mm-hmm. uh, he's on uh, what's his name, not Hop. Who's the? Well, I have I've only watched the first couple episodes, like the first four episodes. So I only I only know the I, the last episode I saw was when they find him with the score bunny. The score bunny. Oh right, it's, it's still a score bunny at that point. So I don't even I haven't even seen spoilers. Yeah. Oh, I know, right? I guess he evolves into a reboot. <laughs> wow. Pokemon Jeez. Evolve. I didn't know that. Yeah. Spoilers, well, I don't know. Spoilers. Sometimes sometimes they don't like like Ash had like Charizard and then just like Squirtle and Bulbasaur <laughs> for like forever, right? No. Yeah. Is that not how it works? Yeah, Pikachu yeah. never evolved either. Oh, Pikachu still right. Pikachu. Pikachu still Pikachu. <laughs> yeah, twenty five years later. But yeah, like I just I loved his, I love Reboot's angst and just his personality and just like he's just like an angsty footballer kid mm-hmm. from England and I just find it very hilarious. Reboot's cool. I uh, when I played 
Sword and Shield. I still haven't finished the game because I just, I don't know. It's just, that game frustrates me. There's too much to do and it's like too many people to talk to and you travel so far and across the world and yeah. Uh, I started with Score Bunny myself and had a reboot and now have the final stage which is Cinderace. Have you you haven't played any Pokemon Unite, but Reboot is in Pokemon Unite. Yeah. He is. He's one of my favorite characters. Yeah, Cinderace. It's cool. Uh awesome. You have anything to uh you said he's one of your favorite characters Reboot is one of your favorite characters. Derek, do you have anything to say on Score Bunny, Reboot, or Cinderace? Um I think he's really cool showing in Pokemon Unite with his like soccer ball attack abilities. Yeah. It's like kicking fireballs and mm-hmm. stuff. Really good at sniping Zapdos. It's pretty pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Um, has I, has those skins too, those those hollow wares where yeah, he's a pirate. pirate. Yeah, that's pretty that. cool. <laughs> you can't get it. Can't get any more. You missed can't get out. Any, you missed out. Down. Yep, you didn't play. No. I, I got the pirate reboot. Yeah, I did I did too. <laughs> But um, yeah, it looks Gone like Dad's forever. picked two, two stage one fire starters. Yeah. Your mound's just going to be on fire. Yeah, like how, how I imagine Volcano. Them, how I imagine them is they're um, back to back, arms crossed, looking out into the distance, um, right in dead center. So number the number two and three, three slot. slot. Yeah. Do you have, which one do you have in, in which place i have kolava in slot two and then i've got reboot in slot three can kolava stand up on like it's hind yeah. legs i guess, I guess it essentially can, right? a ferret okay like you can just like hop up on his hind legs and lean back got it all right just regular old uh yeah. just I'll colors and stuff don't mess, mess with shinies don't mess with shinies so if you find a shiny in the in the wild, you just run. I just go neat. I catch it anyways. Oh, okay. I've only caught one shiny ever in any of the Pokemon games. Any of the main Pokemon, like the mainstream Pokemon games, I've only ever encountered one. And I was with Derek in Florida, and it was a Pikachu. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> I remember right. that. I'm like, what? Is this thing shiny? Because this, like, did the, like, the. The Pokemon Go like shiny animation thing, which is in the new game, it's not in the old other ones, yeah. and it looked exactly the same as regular Pikachu, and I caught it, and then I yeah, it's like I'm like wait, is this shiny? Like this is kind of weird, and then I caught it. So my only ever Pokemon I've caught that's shiny besides shiny Gyarados is uh, Pikachu. <laughs> so that's kind of interesting. Some good. Good trivia. Bring that conversation out at a bar. <laughs> yeah. All right. Moving right along. We are going to Derek's second pick. So for my second pick, I'm going to do Marsh Tomp. Ooh. The second, the evolved form of Mudkip. Yeah. Um, Gen, so, Gen 3. Yep, Gen 3. Probably my favorite generation as far as the games go. Um, I had a lot of good memories with Pokemon Ruby, um, which I started Budkip. Um, 
So, Marsh Dump, maybe not my favorite of the three, but it's in between two of my favorite Pokemon, Mudkip and Swampert. Mm-hmm. Um, Mudkip's just... Every, everyone knows Mudkip. There's memes around it. It's, <laughs> it's adorable. It's in the anime. There's the Mudkip <laughs> clips, <laughs> clips all over YouTube. Back when YouTube was just coming out, there was already Mudkip videos being posted on it. Um, and then the Evolve form Swampert. Um, I think Marshtomp is just like Swampert in the fact that they are ground water type. Yeah, and Mudkip's just regular water. Yeah, and I thought it was the coolest thing in the games. I, I tried playing Gen 3 and 4 kind of like at my school, kind of try hard with my friends. And it was the it was my favorite starting Pokemon in my lineup because it was immune to lightning. Yeah. Being a ground Pokemon, even yeah. though it was water. Mm-hmm. So for people who didn't know that fact, they would try to attack Marshtomp or Swamperts with electric attacks. And it's immune. And it would confuse everyone who tries to hit him with weakness. So. Yep. For me, that was always a super cool thing to be in the game. It was one of the cooler type combinations. Um, and I'll probably go with Shiny, Shiny Marsh Tomp for my mountain. So it's going to be... Pur- is it purple? It's purple. Yeah, I, I like that ev- I like that evolution's Shiny. I like when they change color drastically. Yeah, like a whole different palette. A whole different yeah, palette, color, whatever. I, I like when they do that. And in particular, I, I like the shinies that turn purple when they're not purple, or the ones that turn like a a light green, like a like like Caesar. Um, yeah. Yeah, they just like reverse a, colors. Yeah. yeah, it's like a really like light lime green color. So th- those are yeah, that's cool. Uh, to go with Ruby, like I. Ruby's probably my most played Pokemon game, or that generation. I played Ruby. I got. I had Ruby. I never had Sapphire, and then I eventually had Emerald. My Emerald ver- I got it for Christmas one year. My parents got me this uh, this Game Boy Micro, is what it's called, and I maybe I've shown you guys that yeah, those before. Are so cool. And it's so neat. And it, like it's it's tiny, fits in your pocket, has a backlight, which the Game Boy Advance d- didn't have it originally. And it's just so cool. I just could pop my Ruby version in there and, and play it. And I've I've played through that game with all three starters so many different times. Um, but originally, I I started with Mudkip at like first time through. And same thing as you. I was I I'd get someone would use an electric move. Like one of the NPCs in the game, or the leaders, or gym leaders, or something, and I'd be like, "Oh, like I'm dead," and then it would it wouldn't hit, and I'd be I, I would be confused. I'm like, "Wait, <laughs> what?" <laughs> and it took me a really long time to realize that it it was also ground type. Like I just thought it was only just water, and because it gets it gets that one attack like muddy water, and it's yeah, it's just it's interesting, interesting Pokemon. So that's cool. Good pick. Um, Dan, you have anything to comment on Marsh Tom? Uh, no, I, I also picked uh, Mudkip as my starter in Ruby. Um, and I absolutely love Mudkip, and I love 
Swamp Bird and I love Marsh Domp. They're all really good. Um, I I loved the first time I learned that Marsh Domp was uh, a ground type too because I was I think I was fighting a Wish Cash or <laughs> something and it hit me with a lightning move and it failed. Yeah, yeah. Or vice versa. Mm-hmm. I tried to hit like one of those water ground Pokemon with a lightning move and I didn't know that they were ground type and I was I was so shook as a like a ten year old. <laughs> yeah, it's just a really cool evolution line. Uh, they, they like keep their the, their cheeks kind of just evolve through time too <laughs> from the stars and then you have Swampert with those giant yeah whatever those are <laughs> they guess. have a clever naming progression as well with mud and then marsh, marsh and, and swamp. swamp yep I always thought that was cool that is very cool too they kind of do they do that kind of with with Torchic's line too a little bit where it's like it's a torch a combustion yeah. thing and then and blaze blaze so yeah it's, it's gen 3 great generation did you play pokemon snap did you see swampert in pokemon snap um i did he's yeah. in the the alternate path on the swamp mm-hmm. and i forget how to wake him up it has something to do with I think I've only woken up like once or something. Yeah, it's like something runs something runs by and yeah, you eventually eventually comes out of the water or the swamp and murts around. Earths around. Comes out of the swamp and murts. (laughs) That was bad. Comes out of the marsh and stomps. Yeah. You know the legendary Pokemon that's on that level? Uh no. Or maybe. Uh it it's is it it's a grass one isn't it it's one of the grass ones it's a, it's a classic oh do i spoil it sure it's Better mew it's mew yeah huh i don't think i have mew in my i think it's mew Maybe. i don't i don't know if it is mew i need, I need to think twice i don't think it's mew <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm getting there's a lot of levels in it so I'm yeah yeah, it yeah so mew yeah, that was is a is a fun game. Like uh, I think there's been some really cool games that have come out this year, and there's even going to be, including like January, there's going to be two more. So this this is I know people make fun of it, but this, there's actually been some like good Pokemon games to come out this year, um, in the heart of like a pandemic too, which has been pretty cool. I played a lot. I played I played a lot of uh, Pokemon Snap too. Or new Pokemon Snap, I think it's called. And then I've I've played a lot of Pokemon Unite, and I'm sure I'll play more of the other two games to come out. So awesome! Um, as far as like a pose goes, do you do you have anything with with Marsh Tomp, or are you just kind of waiting to see what other picks you get? Um, yeah, I might be waiting to see the think about the order, but um, yeah, we'll do shiny. Um, Swampert it definitely is the happiest of the three evolutions, so. You'll have a big smile on, on the Mount Rushmore. Marsh Tom? Is yeah. The, is the... He's got like a really happy face. Interesting. Um, so I guess he'll just be <laughs> happy and then Super Gigar happy. Haunter. Spooky. Or sorry, ha- Hunter. Just spooky. Spooky guy. Yeah, they'll have cool expressions. Cool. So now we get to my second pick to close out the second round. And then I have my third pick right after because it is a serpentine snake draft. Uh, I am going to keep it in Generation 3 
And I'm going to go with Vigoroth as my second pick. Vigoroth was an always interesting Pokemon when I played through the games because Slackoth was really tough to find. It was like a 2% or 5% or something like that. It felt like a way lower. I just like, I would never, f- it, it was pretty early on in the game that you find Slackoth. It was in one of those like little, it's like two far, forests. it's like one of those forests, the far left of the map. And as you go up after seeing your dad, <laughs> you're like, I'm not going to battle you right now. And then you continue upward. Um, yeah. Uh, but the weird thing about that evolution is Slackoth and Slack King. So Slackoth is the basic, then you have Vigoroth, which is my pick, and then Slacking is the the final evolution. The so Slackoth and Slacking have the ability uh what is it like Slack Slack off or no, that's not the ability. Dr- uh, what is the ability called? I will find this. For Slacking or for they both have the same ability. It basically, it, well, basically, what? Trant. Trant. It puts it puts them to sleep. Like they put themselves to sleep after they attack, so they have to wait a turn in between attacking, which I always thought was really annoying. But Vigoroth doesn't have that ability, so you can just attack every single turn. It like it doesn't get put to sleep. So it's like it starts out as a really sleepy Pokemon that just murks around and sleeps all day kind of like my cat and then and then it's like all this it's like super hyper and ready to go and then it turns into this big old pokemon that is like uh snorlax or just kind of wants to sleep all day again so i actually whenever i played through ruby or emeralds and managed to find a slack off I would, n- I would never evolve into a slacking. I would just keep a Vigoroth like the entire game. And I would always, pi- I would always click that button, like, don't evolve. Like, con- just like, I would, I would just keep, I would just keep Vigoroth like the entire time. So I had to pick that. That's one of my few Pokemon. There's, there's, I don't think there's really any Pokemon besides Vigoroth where I like the middle evolution better than the other two. So, um, and it's, it's like, it's colors different than the other two. It's just, it's, it's funky. But I like it. So, uh, yeah. Any any other, any other thoughts for you guys on Vigoroth? All I remember from that Pokemon is that uh, I know the uh, the player's dad has a slacking in his gym, mm-hmm. and I remember that guy being probably the hardest thing I had to deal with when I was playing through it the first time as a kid. Yeah, it just hits you like a truck. It, it's definitely tough, uh, but if you're smart, all you need to do is get the move protect, <laughs> and when it attacks you, protect, and then when it's sleeping or in between turns, then you attack it, then you protect, then you attack it, and then you protect. It's actually really easy, Dan. <laughs> I'm very bad at the video game. Okay. Um, for those that aren't familiar with Pokemon, protect is a move where you protect yourself and they can't hit you with 99% of the Pokemon moves in the game. So, so yeah, that, that is Vigoroth. Derek, do you have anything to add to Vigoroth? 
Um, his evolved form is Slacking, right? Yes. Um, it's kind of a different when he, when he grows up, he gets a lot bigger and I guess less active. Or yep. Well, he starts off like really. That's what I was saying. Like not active at all. Then he evolves and it's like super energetic. And then, and, then, <laughs> and then back, and then it's like it's teenage years were super active and in between and or the the other sides of the stick or like just that. Yeah, <laughs> I remember playing in the game. I think it was the first time I'd seen the move Yawn used in the the games, mm-hmm. um, where I think it puts you to sleep a couple turns later or something. Um, yeah, maybe I'm remembering incorrectly, but that no, sounds sounds right. I remember losing some battles to a slacking one time. Just a yawn. Yeah, I was like, oh man, my, my Pokemons are asleep. <laughs> I, I didn't even know what yawn does. <laughs> yeah, and a, a really good thing about Slack uh, uh, Vigoroth is is that you can learn it can learn a lot of the elemental punches. Oh. So you can teach it like slash, right? But then you can teach it like ice punch, fire punch, uh, thunder punch, thunder punch. Fire Punch, Ice Punch, I name them all. And then I think in, in later games, like some moves that are, um, like you can get like fighting moves and stuff. And it's Crunch too, right? Dark type? Maybe. But, uh, the weird thing is that, I mean, it's not necessarily weird, but it's a normal type Pokemon, and but it can learn a lot of like different fighting type moves and stuff. And I really wish it was like fighting type in a sense and not normal type, but... What can you do? Yeah, like it has brick break and it can no earthquake. It has a ve- it has a, like a really good range of attacks. Um, so that's why I always liked Vigoroth. For my Rushmore, I'm gonna put Vigoroth in the. I'm gonna put it in the four slot, very edge of the mountain, and it's gonna be. Um, Using some kind of like sl- it's gonna be like slashing down on something, and it's actually not gonna be shining. It's just gonna be the regular, regular form. So that is my pick. We are halfway through the draft. We will take a quick break, and we will be right back. We are back from our break. It is dark outside now. I told Derek that I would let him throw the frisbee into my disc golf basket. Doesn't look like that's going to happen tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we are going to go into 
my third pick here, and I'm going to pick Gloom. Shocker. Yeah. Uh, I actually don't really like Gloom, <laughs> but uh, I, f- I feel I, I want to pick it because I my favorite Pokemon is Vileplume, and I would just like to have Gloom on the Rushmore for middle evolutions. Uh, I like Oddish. Oddish is the, is the is the is the basic. Then it goes into Gloom, and Gloom. I just never I never liked Gloom, but it's okay. And then Vileplume is is the best. And then Gloom can also evolve into Blossom, which is the most evil Pokemon ever created. Evil. Yes. Blossom's adorable. No, because it's it's stealing the thunder from Vileplume. Because it's like you don't want to, you don't want to corrupt Gloom's mind. No, you don't want the Sunstone. No, no, Grassstone. <laughs> Bad Gloom. <laughs> no Sunstone for you. It's like, uh, yeah, Grass Grassstone Gloom. Um, so, yeah, Gloom's uh, Gloom's cool. I have a binder where I collect Vile Plume cards, as both of you have seen, and. Uh, every once in a while when it's convenient or like someone has a trade binder and I see like gloom, like I'll just, I'll get gloom or oddish, like just kind of to put in the binder. The binder is a blossom free binder. There are no blossoms in the binder, uh, cause we do not support blossom. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, yeah, gloom is, is, is okay. <laughs> It's just the only the only good thing about Gloom is that it eventually evolves into Vileplume. That's like its redeeming factor. I really like Oddish's design. I mean, Gloom kind of makes sense. Like it goes from that that kind of plant thing, just pure grass on its head on Oddish, to like having somewhat of a flower on its head, and then it really gets those like nice petals going on. Those. Those cool vile plume petals. Uh, yeah, you guys have anything to say about Gloom? In the original anime, I think the very first series, didn't Gloom like paralyze one of Ash's Pokemon? I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I think that was my first experience with Gloom. The Gloom was like really happy and drooling. I think Gloom's drooling, right? Yeah, gr- yeah. Gloom is always drooling. Really derpy looking. Yeah, I haven't seen the original anime in so many years, but wasn't that the episode they go to like some like nature preserve and Bulbasaur falls in love with the gloom? Uh, I don't. I don't know if it was. I, I think it had something to do with Erica's gym. I was um, just reading Erica's gloom. Yeah, er, she had a gloom in the anime. I think. Yeah, she definitely does. Yeah, normally, normally, it depends on the game, but Erica, which by the way, best gym leader. Erica's my favorite gym leader. Um, Erica either has a gloom or vile plume or maybe even both or sometimes two glooms and there's some games where she has a blossom and not a vile plume and my heart just like sinks and I feel those games so are canon, right? betrayed those games are outlawed in my household <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we don't support the selling or playing of those games uh 
Yeah, Gloom's 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 very happy in the picture that I'm looking at with Erica. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's how I remember it. Yeah. Uh, anything to add, Dan? Remind me to bring a Blossom deck the next time oh I print a Blossom. God, <laughs> never. Notice how Vile Plume usually gets a GX or EX, and Blossom does not. When was the last Blossom card? Not too long ago. I mean, probably not too long ago. Mm. I'm not sure if you've made it far enough in Pokemon Snap, but I don't think there's Vileplume in no, Pokemon Snap. No, there is not. There is a Velossum. There's a lot of Blossom. I refuse to take a picture of them. <laughs> <laughs> I've taken pictures of them. but uh, Yeah, in the TCG... There's been some really like Vileplume always has like some creative cards to it, and sometimes Gloom has some pretty cool cards. And I've actually I've actually used Gloom a couple of times in decks without using Vileplume. Um, there there was more recently I forget the exact set that it came out with, but it was it was last uh, I don't know. I, I use I use it like last year, where you can. If you flip a coin and if you get heads, you look at your opponent's hand, and you get to put a basic that's in their hand onto their bench if they have room on their bench, which is really cool. I watched um, you do it at either. I, I think it was at the California tournament, right? Yeah, probably. I, I watched it's you a, do it's it. A, it's in a it's a great it's a great feeling when you when you. Or sorry, I said California, San Diego, San Diego. San Diego tournament. It's a great feeling when you flip the heads and you're like, look at their hand, and then you take like a Dedenne or something and just pop it on their bench. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a cool it's a cool little card. Uh, Dan, did you find your results there? Yeah, the last blossom was XY Ancient Origins. That's good. Good job, Pokemon. Yeah, there hasn't been a printing of, of Blossom in a very long time. Yeah, that's great. That's <laughs> it's great. It's very needed. No, it's doesn't need to happen. I can I can go rest of my life without another Blossom card being printed. Um, anyways, for my Rushmore, I am taking Shiny Gloom. Uh, I know how Shiny Vileplume looks. Is it is Shiny Gloom also like green and purple? I have no idea. I thought it was black. Is it black? I thought it was. I could be wrong. I, I really don't care for a lot of the shinies. I am looking it up. Shiny Gloom. Shiny Gloom is very green. Very green? Very green. That's right. Shiny Shiny Vileplume is orange and green. I knew that. <laughs> um... But yeah, I'm, I'm taking Shiny Gloom, which has the same color palette as Shiny Vileplume. And it's it's really oddish that's like hard to kind of tell the difference. But Gloom and Vileplume, you can definitely tell the difference. If I ever see a Shiny Blossom in a game, I will run. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's... I'm going to have it just drooling. It's going to be... In the third slot, drooling, um, eyes closed, shiny, and it's going to be kind of like sitting down, just kind of like sitting down there, just like on the mountain. And my mountain's going to have like a, a waterfall coming from 
the, the mountain itself is going to have a waterfall. It's, it, look, it's, it looks like it's drooling, but it's just going to be like a waterfall going down the mountain. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So that's that's my uh, that's my third pick uh, going to Derek. Yes, for his third pick. Cool. So my next pick is going to be Nidorino. Oh. So Nidorino is in the very first episode of the anime fighting a Gengar, I believe. Yeah. Um, it's one of the first Pokemon's I really wanted to get. When I looked at the list of Pokemon as a kid and I had my mm-hmm. red version, I was like, oh, like I want my party to be Charizard, Sandslash, <laughs> Nido King. And I found Nidoran to be very close to the start of the game. It's on that side route hmm. um, next to Viridian City. And I know in speedruns, a lot of the red and blue speedruns, they actually go and catch Nidoran for. To evolve into Nido King layer, and they use Nido King for the whole speedrun. Oh wow, that's um, cool! I've seen speedruns where they use Blastoise like the entire time. Yeah, there's the strats have like evolved, and they keep changing what they do. Interesting. Um, if you use X accuracy in Nido King, you can just horn drill through like the entire. Oh, game. that makes sense. Um, which is pretty, pretty great because horn drill is one shot kill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just super. It's like thirty percent accuracy or something like that. But if you use yeah. The, what you said, yeah, makes sense. And yeah, so Nidorino is just, I guess, one of those classic, classic Pokemon. It's in the anime, it's in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, evolves into Nido King with the Moonstone. That's pretty cool. Um, Do they both? They both take a Moonstone. Both Queen and King. I think it's Moonstone. Am I thinking correctly? Or? I don't know. I, I actually do not know. Is it even? Is it even a item, or is it? Do they just evolve regularly? Um. I thought they just evolve on their own. Yeah, you, you may be right. I. Okay, yeah, it is Moonstone. Yeah, it is a Moonstone. Yeah. Um. The question I have for you guys is: Do you know why they ended up picking a Nidoran or an, uh, and a Gengar as the fighting Pokemon, or the two Pokemon fighting in the beginning of? of yeah, it's a, a good question. Um. Uh. I always thought it was like Giovanni and like some random trainer that is good that has a Gengar just kind of facing each other. Giovanni and Sabrina? Maybe. I don't know. Do you know? I do not. That's why I I asked. That's an interesting question though. Because you always, when I think of the original Pokemon, they showed like, was it was it the anime that showed the little sprites fighting and then it switched into the anime or switched into? It, yeah, they they typically did that. They always mm-hmm. did the like they always did the the Game Boy um, opener where they're just kind of butting heads yeah. and then they twirl them around and then it'd be uh, like the first scene from the anime was that. And yeah. Then, um, even in uh, what was it uh, Pokemon Legends they did that. And it's it it's so cool to to see how they keep doing that transition every time. Uh, when mm-hmm. they start up a new Pokemon series. Um, yeah, I always find that cool. Yeah, that is cool. Um, and for the color, I'm just going to do regular. Uh, regular. Purple. Colored. Um, the shiny version looks kind of like um, Nidorina. Yeah, don't they switch? They, they switch their colors for their shiny? I think they do. At least for the first two. I think the third one, too. At the least for Nidoking. Because Nidoking looks like Nidoking Queen. Okay. 
That's that's pretty cool how they did that. I kind of like that that color scheme. I have a when I was in college, um, I went to like this like thrift store, and they had this unopened uh, one of those like wind up toys that you have to build. It was Nitto King, and they were selling it for like five bucks. I'm like, sure, I'll get that. It's like it's like a vintage like two like 1999 like 2000 wind up toy. I think I might have one of those wind up yeah. Kings. I think I. I think I saw you have something like that at, at, when I went to your house. I don't know if it was Nitto King. I forget who it was. Yeah, I don't remember. But I have, but yeah, so I only have one of those, and it's Nitto King. I put it together, and um, it doesn't really move very well, but it looks like a really cool like little figure. So, yeah, I don't know why I never really liked Nitto King or Nitto Queen. I don't know what it is. I just, I think more than anything, they it confused me when I was a kid, like the... Like the symbols of the Nidorans, like uh, like why they had it, and I wouldn't know which one I was catching in red and blue. It's like I, okay, well I don't know which one I'm getting, so I don't want to invest this time to evolve it and then figure it out <laughs> and then find out that it's one or the other. That I got a Nido Queen instead of a yeah, Nido exactly. So, I mean, now to me, now it's like obvious, but. Back then, it was I, I didn't know which one I was getting. Yeah, we were like five five years old at the time. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I don't want a girl. <laughs> I want a boy. <laughs> and then it's like, uh, I don't want I don't want Nido Queen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nido Queen has cooties. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I just never I never really used them. So yeah, it's I didn't realize that it was Moonstone that. It, Evolve them. There's a lot of things that evolve from Moonstone, isn't there? Yeah. Isn't that like the most like used stone or Pro- something? I wouldn't be surprised. There's Jigglypuff. There's uh, Clefairy. Clefairy. Is Jigglypuff one? I don't think. Jig- I think Jigglypuff is, is it? Wow. <laughs> Jeez. See all these things. It's ridiculous. And and then there's like others in the later games too. Uh, okay. So yeah, that's um, that's your third pick. Now we go back to back picks for. Dan Arino. Yes. So my third pick to keep on brand with the beginning of spooky season is Lampin. Oh, I was gonna pick that last. Yeah, so uh, I didn't think any I didn't think either of you were gonna pick Lampin. Yeah, no, I um I actually really like Lampin. Uh, I really like the design. I really like Chandelure and Litwick. Um they're both really cool Pokemon. Um I didn't play um, a lot of X and Y. Like, I had the game, I really didn't play it, didn't really care for it. Um, but that was, like, during uh, when I was, like, peak Pokemon TCG for me. Um, and I absolutely loved playing Night March. Yeah, game. yeah, yeah. That's that's one of the reasons I was going to bring it up, was the, the Night March deck. Yep. I played a way too much Night March in the yep. beginning, and uh, that was before they banned... Um, uh, was it Lysander's trump card? Mm-hmm. So even before the ban, I was playing that that deck so much, and so, I, I absolutely loved playing Night March. And uh, even though Lampet, you never played it. No, <laughs> um, it was always in the discard pile, yes. like because you couldn't, you would never play Litwig. It was just pure four of Lampets, and then that was like your first when you used the the battle compressor. That was which it. it 
you look you take three car up to three cards from your deck and discard them. So first battle compressor, you're basically taking three lampets from your deck and and putting them straight into the discard pile. Sometimes during that that meta, you you might take a supporter and put it in the discard pile, so then you can use a uh, versus seeker if you didn't have like a supporter for the turn. Versus seeker for the supporter. Yeah. But normally, I'd say like ninety percent of the time, first battle compressor, you're taking you're taking your three lampants and just yeah, throwing three them. Three lampants is your first go. Yeah. 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 I, I loved playing that deck, and even when. Even though uh, at the time when I was playing it, before it actually saw major competitive success um, later down the line, um, I still loved playing it. It was still yeah. It, you didn't really it didn't it wasn't an auto lose to most decks, even though they were playing that. But or mo- most decks when they were playing um, Lysander's Trump card, but it was still just it was very balanced at that point. It didn't it didn't get crazy until later on once they banned Trump card and rotation happened there was later a card that came out that kind of made that deck a little worse and that was karen (laughs) karen came out a little too late yeah it came out a lot later than but it was it was a promo card and it was a one of in a lot of decks that struggled against night march and all it did was you take both players discard piles uh pokemon in their discard pile and just shuffle them into their deck so it kind of ruined your game plan for a turn or two, which sometimes is all you need, you know. So, uh, yeah, this is a really cool pick. I like Lampent. Um, my friend Sonia, her favorite Pokemon is Chandelure, and she likes Litwig as well. I don't know what her stance is on Lampent, but I like Lampent because of of night march so and then whenever i saw any like litwig or chandelure stuff i'd always i always, I still today i always like send her photos there's a chandelure v and v max coming out in the tcg coming out next set uh the 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 artwork on those cards of the full art versions of those cards really awesome uh worth looking up for sure and I don't know. I don't. I doubt Derek's seen it, but it's it's basically they basically both have the Poltergeist attack that Gengar and Mimikyu tag team had. Oh wow! Where you uh, it does like I think it's like sixty damage. The V Max is like sixty damage for every trainer in your opponent's hand. So the downside is it doesn't have the GX attack that Gengar and Mimikyu had, where you can kind of stall them for a turn right so your opponent can easily like play around it but it still looks cool and it could it could potentially be a a decent deck who knows it's also fire type opposed to i think it's fire type yeah instead of psychic and type of psychic psychic in the card game cool uh derek you have anything to mention on lampant um i like how dense came with the fire theme i think it's cool that that's three fire Pokemon. Three fire, yeah. yes. You're going to take another fire Pokemon? No. So no. I like how he's doing that. Um, Unintentionally. But gonna, the, first, gonna... the first two were intentional. This one I was going more for the ghost side. But yeah, yeah it is fire type. It's going to hurt my OCD if you don't pick a fire Pokemon. <laughs> I don't think he is. The last not. One. He's not. Oof. Yeah. You're going to put Lampet on your mountain and just like 
brighten everything up. Yeah, like if if I could like rearrange how Mount Rushmore is, yeah. uh, I kind of have. I still have the uh, the two boys like back to back. But maybe in the three and four, or but the then one I'd and have, two. Uh, oh, you're not even. I would, ha- I would have Lampet like over, above them. Above them. Like, oh wow. So you're not even keeping you're not even keeping things in in their like little slots. You're just you're just messing things up completely. And okay. I guess I could go probably like one as uh, like I could shift everyone over and then put uh, lamp in between them, like still holding his hands up and being a guiding light. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> You just have all of them off to the side doing their fire thing, and then you're going to have your fourth pick just kind of like in the very, take up like three <laughs> slots. Just, just sad, no. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, my I guess I'll go to my final pick then. Yeah, Anyways. go for it. So yeah, uh, my final pick, uh, going back to uh, Gen 2, is Flaffy. Ooh, cool. Um, and uh, it's not for any particular reason. Um, I just really like Mareep. Rapes are cool. Uh, Amphros is neat. Um, Flappy just happens to be that middle evolution. Um, the, I guess the like the reason why I've got like an affinity for Marie uh, was because when I first went off to college and I started making friends, uh, there was this one guy I met. Uh, his name was Andrew, and he had a Marie like snow hat, <laughs> and it was like super floofy and woolly, and it was just it was super cool. Um, and he was the biggest fan of Mareep. Um, and now that Flaffy is finally back uh, with Dynamotor yep. in the TCG, I, I think he, uh, Flaffy deserves all the love. It's a great, great card that just came out in Evolving Skies. Flaffy basically has the same ability as the old electric... Electric or whatever you pronounce it. Yeah. Um, and for for players that have for people that have played more recently, same ability that Malamar had, except for lightning energy instead of psychic. Um, so it's a great ability. It's a great engine uh, for anything that takes electric or colorless energy. So. You're going to see that card being played a lot um, during its entire duration. And in the new set that's going to be coming out in a month or two, I think it's November, uh, there's going to be a secret rare version of Flaffy, and I can see that being like a very sought-after card that a lot of people are going to want to get three or four ofs. So we'll see if if I want to get my hands on those or not, but... Uh, it's a cool looking card. Flaffy's pretty cool. I, I do like the shiny versions of those. I think it changes their their like wool or something to like pink from white, maybe. Or maybe they become blue. Maybe their little their little so. tail. Their little tail maybe changes. Anyways, uh, it was one of the first Pokemon Go community days oh, no. was Flaffy. They're just pink. They're pink. They're just pinker. They're just pinker, <laughs> but the tail the tail changes to oh, changes from blue to green. Yeah, it changes the green. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're just a little pinker, and it changes their little tail. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so it was Flaffy, Marie, 
Ampharos was one of the first Pokemon Go community days. And that was when Pokemon Go was still really big. And it was really fun to walk around the park for three hours and try to find shiny Mareeps and evolve them. Uh, do you have any thoughts on Ampharos, Mega Mega Ampharos at all? No. No. Yeah. Mega Ampharos is neat. It's a card. <laughs> or it's a, it's a Pokemon. Any any thoughts on any of this, Mr. Derek? Yeah. Um, I, I have a really good memory of um, that lineage of Flaffy Mareep Ampharos because my first exposure to Gen 2... I remember going to a card shop by my house. It was called like Atomic Comics. It was like the only card shop in my area in Arizona. Um, I, I had the game of the first gen. I had the cards of the first gen. And I went to Atomic Comics and they had Japanese cards laid out mm-hmm. of the second gen. So my very first card I saw of the second gen was Am- a Japanese Ampharos. And was it graded or was it just a regular? It was just regular. And I remember I, I we bought the deck like like a gen 2 japanese deck and oh it had cool those, yeah yeah it had those uh, i think it had fluffy and reap in it or something i don't think it had the Ampharos. really it, it might have had the Ampharos. i remember seeing the card there i don't remember owning the card mm-hmm. um atomic comics maybe the deck didn't have those <laughs> i remember a, buying a, cool a gen 2 deck there though because i saw that card and i was yeah. like oh and they just had no idea what the cards were. Oh, did. I had no idea. I yeah. was I was like six, just six or it. seven years like, old. I don't want these trainer cards. Why do they have so many trainer cards oh, yeah. in Where this? Are these? <laughs> these ener- I don't need these energies. <laughs> That's not a Pokemon. That's not a Pokemon. It was a good memory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember my parents bought me for Christmas one year like a graded Froligator Japanese card. And like they had no idea. Like they didn't. I, I didn't know that it was. I, I'm like, why is it like? I can't take it out of the package. <laughs> it was just like in, it's like in this plastic. And but now I'm like really appreciative of that card. It's really cool. Graded cards, especially during the pandemic, have shot up in in uh, popularity. So I'm glad I have a couple, a couple vile plume ones, some some Psyduck and Slowpoke ones. I still have one that you gave. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that Fraligator, Japanese Fraligator one. Oh, that's uh, a cool one. Yeah, it's a really, really cool one. I'm glad I have that. So that's your final pick there, Danny boy. Uh, what are you What are you doing with your Rushmore? Yeah, so I still have the other three there. Um, I don't know how I'd fit in Flaffy. Um, you don't. He's kind of the odd one out, but... I feel like he would either be like chilling below everybody, being all. He could be lighting funny. up the lampet with electricity. That's true. That true. That is true. Could do that. No. That'd be interesting. So, so to, to be clear, you don't know what your Rushmore looks like. I have no idea what this Rushmore looks like anymore. All right. <laughs> Dan's first and last appearance on What's Your Rushmore? (laughs) (laughs) Not knowing how Mount Rushmore looks. Uh, All right. Well, we'll give you a pass, I guess. If you you come to a conclusion in the next 20 minutes, let me know or let us know. Uh, Derek, your final pick. My final pick is going to be Wartortle. Hey. 
so, had to be picked. One one of the one yeah. of those one of those three had to be picked. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, one of the first exposures to Pokemon I mentioned earlier in the episode was those little figurines I got. One of the little figurines was a War Turtle. Hey, and <laughs> it I always thought it had a funny name. Yeah, you start with Squirtle. It's like this cute little turtle. It evolves into Ward Ward Turtle. Like, whoa, big big change. Like he's just this happy little Squirtle, and now he's all about war and same with Char- same with Charmeleon though. <laughs> like from Char from Charmander to Charmeleon, it seems like they the, those two like get so much like rougher and like meaner. Yeah, yeah. So and Ivysaur just grows a bit. Yeah, Ivysaur is the like the odd plant out there. It's just like it, it doesn't really change too much. It kind of progresses with its line, but the for War Turtle and Charmeleon, they they really are like those like teenage Pokemon. Yeah. They're they're very they change a lot. Yeah, and I remember there was like an animation on the internet of all the Pokemon's evolving. It was like super awesome, and then they uh-huh. show the Bulbasaur, and like the music stops, and the flower just like opens. <laughs> <laughs> And then on the last level, the flower grows massive, and he just falls over. Have you seen that animation? No, I, I'll have to look that, that up. That sounds it. cool. It's hilarious. And the Blastoise and Turtles are defarting, and the the Venusaur is just, like, getting lamer and lamer, and then eventually just falls over. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I know I know. Ryan loves Venusaur. Oh, yeah. But, um, oh, yeah. That animation wouldn't make him happy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, yeah, one of the most... When you think of the Pokemon rap, what's the most memorable line in the Pokemon rap from the original anime? <laughs> it's the fact that he wasted three syllables on War Turtle. <laughs> they go like Charmeleon, War Turtle, then the rap ends like two verses later or two oh, lines okay. later. But for me, that was the most memorable line of the Pokemon rap because okay. it's like the guy's just rapping Pokemon, and then it gets to the last verse, and he's like Charmeleon, War Turtle. It's like Omnite, Aerodactyl, Slowbro, or something. And then, do you guys actually Slowbro. remember it? I don't at all. I don't remember. No. The po- like I, I know what the Poke Rap is. I've heard it a bunch of times. If you, if someone told me I had to sing the Poke Rap right now, I would yeah. not be able to do it. So a question for I the last verse. A question for Dan is: both of our, both of us are dyslexic, heavily dyslexic. Have you? E- I I haven't. Have you ever spelled War Turtle correctly? No. Yes. <laughs> I've ne- I've never spelled it. For those wondering, I'll give you a second to think. The way you spell War Turtle, do you know off the top of your head? Yeah, okay. I'm pretty good at spelling. Oh, okay. Well, it's W A R like war, and then it's T O R T L E War Turtle. I've never I've never spelt it right. <laughs> I either always added like an extra R or an extra T. Or I spell turtle like it's supposed to, like turtle yeah. supposed to be Instead spelled. Turtle, yeah. That's yeah. how I pronounced it as it is war turtle. War turtle. Um And then I found it was war turtle and that that actually bothered me as a kid. <laughs> as an adult. It's like why didn't they just call it turtle? There's a lot of turtles in the Pokemon game now. Like a lot of turtles. But these were the original. Do you have any thoughts on the uh, Turtle Squad? What's it called? Squirrel Squad. Squirtle Squad. Squirtle Squad. Turtle Squad. Turtle Squad. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, there was a Pokemon Go event where 
you can catch you can catch the ones with sunglasses and i was i managed to catch a it's cool because the sunglasses keep through the evolution if you evolve it so i have a shiny blastoise with the sunglasses on it's really bad like ivs and everything but i have it (laughs) that's really cool yeah that's the only shiny pokemon i have in pokemon go cool this is like the only community that i went for because it was just squirtle and i was like i want i want the ones with all of the sunglasses Derek looks like he really wants to sing us the Pokemon rap. <laughs> or at least that, about that line. I have the last verse. I'll, I'll do the last verse. Yes. But it goes like, Charmeleon, Wartortle. Like in a weird, raspy voice. Yes. Mewtwo, Tentacruel, Aerodactyl, Ammonite, Slowpoke. <laughs> <laughs> Pidgeot, Arbok. That's all, folks. <laughs> all right. Catch him, catch him, gotta catch him all. Gotta, gotta catch him, catch him all. all. Pokemon. <laughs> all right. Is that so? What are you doing with your Rushmore? Yeah, so War Turtle's gonna be shiny. Oh, and sunglasses. We can put the sunglasses on. Hey, and I like it. They're all gonna be purple. We have a, a fully purple Mount Rushmore. Hey, awesome! So, is is the is the mountain gonna be kind of purple too, or uh, just regular mountain? We can do we can do a purple mountain, or Might at be. least a color like a, a lighter shade of purple to where yeah, the Pokemon yeah, yeah. stand out. Yeah, you want them to stand out. Um, so what are all your Pokemon then? Yeah, so we got we got Wartortle, Nidorino, Marshtomp, Shiny Marshtomp. Okay. And oh, I'm forgetting the last one. I, I think it was my first pick. So Haunter. 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 Yes, Haunter. Um, yeah, they're all purple. Cool. Yeah. Purple. So we got a theme going. Dan ruined his theme. Yeah. But I kept my theme. So yeah. had- Dan's looks awful. He did a, he had a bad draft. <laughs> um, it's fine. Do do you, so? Where, where are they? Where are they being placed as far as like the slots go? Like, yeah. So uh, just for the aesthetic, I want the kind of like the sharper Pokemon on the edges. Uh-huh. So we'll, we'll have Nidorino first, um, just in like a regular like stance, doing his battle cry, mm-hmm. like, and then we'll have um, probably War Turtle with glasses second, just with. A cool pose, maybe holding one hand on his glasses, like yeah, the I can see him like crossed. I can see him like crossed arms, but that also that's also that makes sense. I think that'd be cool. And then um, third, we'll do Marshtomp. He'll just be happy because <laughs> I guess he looks really really happy. Yeah, for some reason, super um, happy guy. It's the opposite of the other angsty evolutions where they get all yeah 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 all angsty. He gets really happy in his yeah. second evolution for some reason. Um, yeah. So he's excited about being a stage, stage one, <laughs> and then last we'll have, um, uh, Hunter. Hunter, just regular Hunter. He's got hands out. Yep. He's got his mouth open. Just chilling. Hands out. Tongue's mouth in open. his mouth though. Don't want his tongue sticking out for the mountain. No, definitely not. Awesome. And that, that'll do it. Yeah. Well, that's a really great Mount Rushmore you have there, Derek. Well, thank you. Yeah. It's better than my incomplete one. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to go to my final pick, the final pick of the draft. I am going to pick Trumbeak. I like Trumbeak because, purely because of the TCG. Um, one of my favorite decks of all time was Lost March. And Lost March is very similar to Night March. It's it's a, it, but 
it basically all the Pokemon you have in your um, lost zone that have the attack lost march it will do like 20 damage or 30 damage or something like that per card yeah. and there was uh, the main attacker there was two there was a not two which is just a basic psychic Pokemon and then there was the whole line of Jumpluff. So you had uh, Hopip, Skiploom, Jumpluff. Skiploom had a ability where you can take all the cards underneath Skiploom and take it to the Lost Zone and, and search your deck for um, Jumpluff and just put it on your bench or whatever, or just on the board in place of the other Pokemon. So that was, it was it was. It was actually easier than like a normal stage two deck to get out uh, your attacker. And the other Lost March was Trumbeak, just randomly. Not not the other forms of the Pokemon, just Trumbeak. And what Trumbeak did was you... It, the, thank you, Dan. The, the ability is called Mountain Pass. And you basically just like took it from your hand... And uh, you you dis you discard it from your hand, and then you look at the top card of your opponent's deck. If it was a supporter, it goes they goes to the lost zone, which was cool. But you don't really care about that. You're 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 just trying to take your card and put it into the lost zone. So that was the whole point of that. You would never use it for the attack. You never have the um, other Pokemon, which I never even really know the names of. To be honest, I kind of always forget. It's here somewhere. Uh, Pika Peck, Pika Peck, Piki Peck, and uh, Toucan. <laughs> Toucanian. Toucan. Um But yeah, Trump. I like Trumbeak. I think it actually is a really cool evolution line. Like it, it makes sense. Which in some of the later games they don't really make too much sense. Some of the times, like the evolutions are kind of like weird. Um, but. This one, this one's really cool, and it, it was really neat for for that deck for Lost March. They came out with some sleeves, and uh, they had all the Lost March Pokemon. There was one more Lost March card that came out like way later than the other ones. I remember. I forget the name. I forget what it was. It was another Lost Marcher, but it didn't come out for a really long time. But the first Pokemon, the biggest Pokemon tournament that I went to was 2018. I went to Columbus, Ohio, and I played uh, I played Lost March at that tournament. I didn't do that great, but it was really fun. I had a super, like, blinged-out deck, and it was just so much fun playing that deck. I, I really like it. And Trumbeak was just, you know, a four-of card, very similar to Lampet um, uh, in, in Night March, but it just... Uh, it was cool. So, yeah, what, what do you guys think about either the, the deck or, or, or Trumbeak or anything like that? To be honest, I didn't, I didn't know Trumbeak was in that evolution line. Um, like, I knew Picky Peck evolved into two cannon, but I didn't realize there was a Trumbeak in the middle. Um, <laughs> so it's kind of kind of interesting. Like, even in Pokemon Snap, there's lots of Picky Pecks, there's two cannons, but I don't think there's Trumbeak. I haven't seen any Trumbeaks in, in yeah, Pokemon Snap. Yeah. They'd be too loud. They'd be making uh, <laughs> sounds. Um, but yeah, the, the Lost March deck that Troy had was 
I mean, that thing was optimized. <laughs> it was yeah. the most optimized thing I've ever seen. I definitely played that deck probably more than anyone uh, played Lost March. I, I, I think I... I think I optimized, like you said, that deck as I, I made that deck as good as it possibly could be for that deck, <laughs> and it was I I had it really fine tuned. I played it so much that it was like basically like solitaire for me, just kind of getting my pieces out. Um, it was it was just so fun to play. It was never like a amazing deck, but as far as the meta goes, but um, it was fun to play. And it was like really my style of deck, so I really enjoyed playing it. It never had a bad matchup either. Like it, it like nothing really destroyed it. At Except the for Tapu. Kuka. Yeah, there was one card, and the Charizard decks ran it sadly. <laughs> yeah, it was really the Tapu Coco that did twenty spread to everything. Mm-hmm. I couldn't handle it at all, and plus, uh, I was weak to electric. So and Jasmine was so happy. She she always tells that story. She, she yeah. actually told it to our friend in Georgia. She's like, yeah, I, I had this Tapu Coco too. It's it's awesome. I. I I killed six Pokemon at once. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, not a fun game to play. I finally killed it, like after she took out three of my Pokemon, and then she just put, she revived it somehow <laughs> and brought it right back, and she like smile like smiling like hee <laughs> like God, uh, yeah. You know, Lost March was the first deck I started playing when I moved here because it was like the only thing that I had built before I moved. It was easy to like get it all was, the cards for it. Was, yeah, super easy to get, and it it also made it super easy when they made all of like the jump fluff line. They made uh, uh, what is it? They they made a couple of them leak promos that no one ever wanted. That's true. I got those yeah. leak promos. So I, I always got the leak promos of yeah. them because no one ever wanted them. Yeah, so it was yeah. just super easy to build. Um, and yeah, I just I, I remember playing that deck at a couple of cops and challenges like when I first moved here, and I did pretty okay with it. Um, it was it the best deck in the format? No, but at the time when I was playing it, it really didn't have that many um, that many disadvantages to the popular decks, and it actually beat a couple of those like random stall decks that really wanted to beat all of those GX decks at the time. The last card that came out, it came out way late, like a maybe even two years later, was was a Cottony, uh, which was a fairy type. One of the oh, last yeah. fairy types printed, I That's right. maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Really revitalized the deck, really. Yeah, it, I, it, I mean, it, it didn't it didn't do anything really, because um, they stopped. They really stopped printing all of the. Lo- like the lost zone mechanics it was really only like a few few sets that they had like lost zone mechanics and yeah it was just a it was such a fun fun deck to play i really enjoyed it so um was it any was it only lost march cards or or was it any pokemon, any in, the pokemon lost zone? in the lost zone okay that's 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 right yeah, because it was it was easier to get some Pokemon in there than, yeah. than others. Like most of the Lost Marchers were very easy to get in. Yeah, exactly. Because but had they had that Lost Blender card that you can Lost Blender a Pokemon or two. So just a oh, the deck was so much fun. I liked Pokemon it so much. Blender hats. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so for Trumbeak, I think the only slot available is the two slot. Um, 
I'm just gonna have I'm gonna have like a a little jungle kind of thing on my mountain. Like maybe there's a bunch of trees in front of my mountain and and there's gonna be just a big old branch that Trumbeak's just pecking along. He's beacon. He's Trum beacon along. Yeah. So to to uh, finalize our Rushmores, I'll go through mine first. Um, I have in the one slot. Oh man, this is tough to remember. Uh, in the one slot, I have Porygon two, shiny form, uh, kind of feet up in the air, going different directions and looking towards the middle, a uh, little derpy. Got in the two slot my my Trumbeak, my last pick, just kind of sitting there, beacon away. In my three slot, I got Gloom, and it's going to be a shiny Gloom, eyes closed, has the orange and and green look to it, uh, and it has it's drooling, and the drool is going to be a waterfall falling down the mountain. And finally, in my fourth slot, we got Vigoroth uh, kind of slashing, ra- slashing away towards the middle of the Rushmore. Um, Derek, uh, you went second in the draft. What, what's what's your, your final mountain look like? I know you explained it a couple See, minutes ago. My final mountain will be... Um, I said it would be like light purple before. Maybe like light purple with like lots of quartz, like kind of crystally. I think it'd be cool. And then the first Pokemon would be Nidorino, facing inwards, um, with his like mouth kind of open, doing his battle cry type thing. Uh, second would be um, War Turtle with shades, shiny War Turtle, so that he's uh, purple. purple. Um, and yeah, he'll have his like hand on the shades like adjusting them because that's cool and then third would be marsh top he's just gonna be kind of like derpy and happy his hands in the air shiny marsh top shiny marsh top yeah very cool shade of purple as well yes yes definitely and then last will be haunter facing inwards um he's just gonna be regular looking haunter uh with the the smirk no no tongue sticking out to paralyze anybody, just looking spooky in the, the edge. And then Dan. All right, I think I finally have a good one. Okay. Okay, so this is how I'm going to have it. Uh, starting in the four slot, I'm going to have Reboot. Just, just his head with the mask up, just looking all super depressed and how he always looks. Then we'll have Kolava in the three spot. Kind of like, you know, those like awkward family photos that they have them like lining up for, like tallest to like smallest to tallest. Sure. <laughs> so that's kind of how I'm going to do it is like, it's kind of that like awkward, like forward side hole. Is it just all their heads or? Yeah, like you can see where like the, their shoulders, like the second one, you can see that Kolava's shoulders are kind of like holding on to Reboot. Okay. And he's just kind of looking off, like giving like, a, not like a cheesy smile, but. He's happy to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, then you got then you got Flappy just being a happy derp behind him. Just uh, and then you got Lampet in the back, just floating there, uh, expressionless because they're all just kind of holding each other, looking off into like forty five degrees off, and just hopefully they don't burn Flappy. 
They won't. Yeah. I feel bad for Lampin having to hold on to Flappy. Could get paralyzed. Yeah. That'd be bad. So that is all of our mountains. And uh, we can do honorable mentions. And I also wanted to ask your guys' least favorite um, middle evolution. So keep that in the back of the mind. But honorable mentions. Um, I had Kadabra and Machoke kind of as like a pair. And they're, they're similar to Haunter too in the sense that you needed to you needed to evolve them. Or no, I mean, you needed to trade them in order to evolve. But I really like... I like Gengar a lot, and I like Machamp a lot. And in Pokemon Unite, I've been playing Machamp a lot. Um, so that I, I like that. Um, an, an interesting one is Electabuzz and Magmar, because if you take the baby Pokemon, it makes Electabuzz and Magmar the middle, which is kind of interesting. And then... The uh, I had one more honorable mention. Uh, I've started to like Crocodile a lot more. I never liked Crocodile, but in Pokemon Go, I I hatched a 100% Sandile, and then I eventually, like, I didn't have enough candy for it to fully evolve, so, like, it was my buddy for a long time, so... Um, I had to get more candy for it. So I kind of like Crocodile more now and, and Cro, I, can, I don't know how to pronounce it. Crocoroc. There's a lot of R. It only has three different letters in its name. K R O K O R O K. How do you even, like, how does it even pronounce Crocoroc. Okay. Um, yeah, and then the other one that I wanted to mention as a—it's not really an honorable mention for me, but uh, Brox Brakeson is is like one of the most popular middle evolution Pokemon for some reason. In Japan, they love it. I don't know why, but it's really popular. It had a, G, a tag team GX car with Charizard, where it was Charizard and. Braxton, I was like, "What? Interesting." Okay, so yeah, that's, that's all of my honorable mentions. You guys have any honorable mentions? Yeah, I'll, I'll throw in a few. Um, so one I think is a pig knight. Um, I really like the naming progression of like tepig, like mm-hmm. tepid, and then pig knight, like ignite, and then embor. <laughs> like the boar and ember yeah. I, I thought it was genius <laughs> i love the legendary treasures arts for those ones um yeah the family they, film up family family photos. Photos. yeah that's oh. really cool oh yeah i remember that that was cool well another one i forgot is is skip loom and, and it's going to be like the same reason i mentioned with with trump because like i was trying to think about which one i wanted to use either skip loom or trump and I really could have gone either way. I feel like I really like I like Jumpluff and Hopip uh, a lot more than Skiploom, and then Trumbeak was like the only one out of that evolution in that deck. So I, I felt like Trumbeak was a I wanted to go with Trumbeak more. So, but I'll, I'll honorable honorable mention Skiploom for the same reasons that I talk with Trumbeak. 
Danny got any honorable mentions or Derek anymore? Um, I think Kadabra. I like Kadabra just because it was one of the first psychic types you could catch in Gen 1. And yeah. Sabrina had one and it could bend spoons. This is back-to-back podcasts. We're mentioning Yuri Geller. You know who Yuri, you guys don't know who Yuri Geller is? Is no. it a magician? Or? No, it's... Is it the guy who it, bent spoons and sued Pokemon? He sued Pokemon and oh, there was no... Oh, it was I no, know. This uh, is the reason why we couldn't have... Any Kadabras for in the in the TCG for like 20 years. Wow. Are they going to be reprinted? Ever? Um, well, he, he... I talked about this in the last podcast too. He... He, um, like, gave, like, at the very start of the pandemic, he, like, gave Pokemon permission again to, like, start. He's like, you know what? I It's okay. You can use Kadabra. Like, he kind of dropped the lawsuit or something. I don't know what actually what happened. Interesting. But I don't know if they're going to print any ever. But if you, if you look back at any of the cards, there was always weird mechanics with Alakazam to, like, get it out or... It, sometimes we would just skip Kadabra or they would have like an EX card or or um, they'll probably have... I mean, they have a V Alakazam now. Like you notice that there's no Abra or Kadabra. It's just a V. And then they had EX uh, Alakazam and the Mega too. Yeah. So uh, any others, guys? Yeah, I got a couple. Um, so uh, I have to mention Dartrix. Uh, the evolution from um, uh, Rowlet and uh, what's his face, uh, the final evolution for it. Um, yeah, no, I, f- I find Dartrix very, um, very funny because he's very much into his own style. Uh, like I always thought it was funny. Every time he popped out of the poke wall, he would flip his hair and have his little like leaf bow tie, and it's just like he's just adorable. Um, and then. Um, I was gonna mention Cedra. Mm. I'm a big Kingdra fan. Kingdra yeah, I am of, too. Kingdra like is one of my favorite Pokemon. It's uh, one of my favorite water and dragon types. Um, and I just love the way Kingdra looks, and Cedra is just that 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 perfect progression between Horsey and Cedra to Kingdra. Um, and then gotta mention the the one and only Cosmolum. Nebby, put Nebby in the bag. <laughs> okay. The sun, the sun, uh, moon meme. Uh, so I've never seen. Uh, was it the uh, so Cosmo's the second evolution between uh, Cos, whatever the heck Nebby. Oh, his name is. It, it, that's yeah, that. And then, then Sogalio and. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good honorable mention. Yeah, like I, Deb. I, I always love playing Sogalio in. Uh, and the TCG, like, uh, right when it came out. And I always had fun with that deck. It was, like, kind of my my pet deck that I kept trying to make happen, but it never always worked. Um, it never always worked. It never worked. <laughs> uh, and it didn't, it didn't get good until they printed that fairy Alolan Ninetales that let you cheese out stage twos. Mm-hmm. And that's when the deck got really good. Um for like the week before it all rotated away. <laughs> yeah. So for uh, for least favorite middle evolutions, I have two nominees for myself. The first one being Pidgeotto. Just because being dyslexic and like, 
I would always get confused. Like I, I know Pidgey is the first one, but I always like I would always forget. If it, like, is it Pidgeot? Is it Pidgeotto? Like I always, I always thought that Pidgeotto, the name was the final evolution, and it just it just always always confused me. And then the other one is Lanoon. Um mainly because of the trading card game. Because I I really like the Zigzagoon card that pings damage. And then there's a lot of really cool Obstagoon. Uh so Galarian it's is it a Galarian Zigzagoon? Is that yeah. Yeah. for the TCG mm-hmm. that pings damage? And then there's a there's a lot of really cool Obstagoon cards. And Lanoon's always just like it never does. Like, there's never. I don't think there's ever been a good Lanoon card, which is kind of frustrating because you have two sides that are like really good, and if it just had like a decent attack or like some kind of ability or something, then it would be really awesome to like put one or two of in a deck instead of just the rare candies. But there was never. There's never been a good Lanoon card, so I have to. Say Lanoon's probably my first place as far as least favorite middle evolution Pokemon. I'm sorry, but I have a personal burning hatred for Croconaw in this case. Because as a uh, as a uh, Cyndaquil and Typhlosion player throughout the entirety of my first run of of, uh, of gold, Croconaw was my bane as a kid. It's just, I, I've never, I don't know why, I've just never really liked, um, I've never really liked Totodile, I never really liked uh, Froligator, um, mostly because they would beat on me um, as a kid, and then even playing the TCG at that time, the Froligator was like really, really good, and the Typhlosion was only, the only reason Typhlosion wasn't good was because Froligator was just, just happened to be better, and then every time they end up printing, um, Gen 2 starters, again, the Froligator is somehow always better than the Typhlosion, and it's Typhlosion's never playable, so it just makes me sad. Uh, like, the only, I, I think the only time it was, like, really played for Typhlosion was, um, uh, Typhlosion Prime was played a little bit, I believe, and then there was that meme Typhlosion deck that came out, like, four years ago, where it's just discarding the amount yeah. of fire, um, and always made me sad that Froligator always had way better, you know, easier <laughs> mechanics to get out and do, mm-hmm. and um, it just made more sense, and it, it always frustrated me. So, Croconaw. Okay. Least favorite. Derek? For me, there's a lot of Gen 5 first evolutions. They're too similar to their Stage 1 evolution, and I feel like they could have just it could have just been two Pokemon, like stage one to, or the basic to the stage two. I I feel like the stage one like doesn't even need to be there. For example, Vanillish. Vanillish. <laughs> that was the first one I was gonna say. Clang. Yeah. Um, Girder. Um, <laughs> Boldor. Like these Pokemon. <laughs> like these Pokemon don't need to exist. Like no one's ever gonna remember them for any reason other than. They shouldn't have existed. <laughs> they just needed to fill their Pokedex. I feel like they could have used those slots for more Pokemon. Yeah. It's like at least at least like Gotharita and like uh, du- Duosin or whatever. 
at least they're like doing something a little creative. Yeah. I don't know. Even even Diosian looks is is kind of pointless. Yeah. Yeah. And when I played Sword and Shield, and I was trying to finish the Pokédex. I was. I came across either Clink or Clang, whichever one I didn't have. I was like, oh, I have one of those. And so I didn't. I was like, I swear I caught one of those. And it's like, what? Clink and Clang are different and they look the same? Clink evolves into Clang? I was like, this is, this is dumb. Clink, Clang, Clink, Clink, Clang. Yeah. yeah. Just put them together. Clink, Clang was a really fun deck back in... Was the Plasma one? There was a deck. The Plasma one. It was really fun because you had two different Clink, Clang cards... One, I forget, like, one, like, you're, like, Pokemon EX or something couldn't attack your metal Pokemon or something like that. And then the other one, you can, like, move energy around or do something with energy. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. But that was a really fun deck. And then your main attacker was a Cabalion EX. Um, and that had an attack, it had, like, two attacks, and one of the attacks can get through anything. So, which was really cool. Um, so, yeah, uh, this was great, guys. I we by the way, we're doing. I don't even think I mentioned we're doing this live today, uh, as far not uh, in person. That's the word I was looking for, in person, which is uh, the first time I've done a a podcast with three people in person. I did one with Kevin; it came out really great. Um, and but hopefully the audio is okay on this. We'll I'll find out when I start editing how good it is. I know Dan's voice is louder than Derek and mine, so I have the microphone closer to us than him, but we'll see. <laughs> I've been yelling this entire time. It's okay. And uh, do you guys have anything to like promote or anything like that? Anything on the horizon? Can't wait for Pokemon to come back or in-person tournaments for TCG. Yeah, no, I'm I'm very excited for the TCG to finally come back to uh, to in person play. Yeah, I'm very ex- I'm very excited to see everybody again. Like it's been, like this area has been a lot of fun to play in, and I love everyone I get to play against. Um, it's been very it's it's honestly been very uh, nice to have a community for Pokemon. Um, that's this yeah. good. One hundred percent. Derek, so, anything? Um. Yeah, I'm just looking forward to Pokemon coming back. Um, I definitely just want to go to the events and watch. Um, kind of take a step back until Worlds. Um, I have my points, so yep. I'm going to spend a lot of time just kind of watching all the decks and how they play out and kind of be a spectator for a while. And then save some money for when Worlds comes around. I could buy every deck and... <laughs> just go to London. Yeah, and then choose when I'm there. <laughs> That's fair enough. Awesome. This was fun. Uh, yeah, Middle Evolutions. Cool Rushmores. They came together quite nicely. Next episode, I don't know what we're doing, but be sure to tune in. Follow on Podbean or Apple Podcasts. I'm going to work on getting a, a Patreon together so that we can... Everyone could talk about their particular Rushmores or suggest different Rushmores to have in future episodes. Uh, Yeah, cool, cool stuff. I guess we'll end it here. And we will see everyone later. Say goodbye, guys. See everybody. Later. Adios.
I have last first. I'll, I'll do the last first. Yes. But it goes like Charmeleon. War Tartal. Like in a weird, raspy voice. Yes. Mewtwo, Tentacruel, Aerodactyl, Omanite. Slowpoke. <laughs> <laughs> Pidgeot, Arbok. That's all, folks. <laughs> all right. Gotta catch them all. Gotta catch them all. Pokemon. 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 Pokem